phone. I said, I've been here a time or two. She said, hello, my name is Bobby Joe. Meet my twin sister, Patty Lou. And they're both feeling kind of wild tonight. You're the only cowboy in this place. If you're up for a rodeo. Hey guys, what's up? What's up? Other than the ceiling, what else is about you, you know? That's that's all I'm asking, right? If you take it literally. So how are you guys doing? Uh, it's uh, it's uh, This is Merle Classo bringing to you my uh, weekly episode. Luckily, I just kind of uh, doing it uh, out of uh, all the things that, you know, I love actually. I just love um, kind of, you know, waking up early, getting, uh, you know, so that I have an entire, an entire day to myself. Like, you know, it's a Sunday and I want to experience the whole day. Like, you know, it's my time. It's for me. It's whatever. But it just doesn't happen, you know? So it's like I started my, I woke up like at nine o'clock, which is pretty late in my, uh, for me, because uh, it's like nine o'clock. It's like half the day is over because uh, it's a Sunday. And then um, I started my day with like, I was on the phone for about 30 minutes. I had to wash my hair today, which is a big task for me. So another 45 minutes there. And then it was like half a day is over, you know, like had I got up at seven o'clock in the morning, you know, I would have the whole day like to myself and then you have to do the laundry and then you cook and then you have to have, make breakfast and things like that. And then, oh my God, it's already three o'clock and it's over, you know, the day's over. Uh, so it's like, I love experiencing the day and I wish I, I could just get up like even earlier on a Sunday, but whatever. Uh, right. So it's exactly, it's exactly, uh, 7.52 this, uh, this Sunday evening. And this is more class, as I said, uh, bring to you the show. Um, and today I have a few things to talk about that, uh, were running through my mind the entire week. You know, that's something that I really try to kind of, um, I'm actually basically, you know, sitting here, uh, trying to analyze the whole uh, the whole week you know um and it, it feels good you know to kind of really sit back and think of what really happened and how things are really rolling out as people of this world because you know mine is a very uh, global podcast i'm not focusing on any nation it's um it's for everybody kind of thing uh from this nobody the just a nobody podcast that's way that's what you tuned tuned into 
Uh, right. So I was uh, I, in the last I just wanted to kind of, you know, uh, catch up with a few updates like in my previous in my last episodes, I did I, episode I did talk about how much I love noodles more than rice, which is a staple diet in India. And, uh, you know, but I prefer noodles more than rice. But the only prob- problem with noodles are that they're too long. And uh, to eat them like, you know, I literally had have to watch uh, Chinese movies or uh, you know, uh, to see how they really roll that those long noodles on a fork, which is never my cup of tea. Or, you know, sometimes what they do is they take the bowl really close to their mouth and they're kind of, you know, eating those uh, chopsticks, uh, which I can't, I don't know how to eat, uh, eat using chopsticks. So it's like, you know, it was just like so tedious because, you know, all the gravy, like I was talking last time, all the gravy and all the sauce that is on those, that is, you know, in the noodles and the, the whole uh, you know, noodles, uh, when you're eating them, it just gets splashed, you know, and they go on your eyes and your face and you're kind of, you know, messed up while you're eating noodles. So I wanted to find a way around. That's what I was like, you know, talking last time, like I could, of course, break the noodles, break them and make them smaller before I kind of cook them. But I didn't want to do that because noodles are supposed to be that way, you know, cooked long. And then what happened is, uh, like a few days, like two days back, I think it was yesterday, I'm not really sure, Friday, I think it was Friday, there was this guy, I got a brilliant solution if you are facing the same problem, I don't know, if, 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 can, if you can really eat noodles without splashing up, then you are a superhero, believe me, but it, it has to be something that you're doing like, you know, a superhero kind of thing. Uh, it's just impossible to really have those noodles, you know, uh, really clean. Like you're definitely going to splash it all over. Or maybe if you're Asian or Chinese or whatever, maybe you can eat it in your style using chopsticks or whatever. And then I found this uh, great solution that this guy really uh, on the internet, that the internet showed me. Now, this guy was sitting with uh, with a fork in one hand and uh, an, a scissor in another hand. So he was picking up noodles and then cutting it off, you know, uh, till how much he can really put in his mouth. So cutting it off using the scissors, which is in his right hand. And uh, he's eating it, you know. And I think that's a brilliant exercise, uh, a brilliant idea. That's something that I'm definitely going to do now. Henceforth, I, uh, uh, you know, whenever I eat noodles, which is almost like three times a week is when I eat noodles. And um, and then use a scissor. That's a, that's a, an investment that I have to make and that to, uh, you know, carry it wherever I go. So it's not only fork, but I'll also have to use a scissor. But I think it's a brilliant idea. And... Uh, you should try it. I'll share the link of the video so that you can really see and maybe use this trick. It really is a fabulous tactic. You know, it's really it's really a good idea to really get eating with, you know, eat noodles in a very uh, clean way. You know, you're not kind of embarrassing yourself if you feel, you know, that you're embarrassing. I'm, I'm never embarrassed. Uh, you know, I can... I can really mess around while eating and really not feel embarrassed. But of course, there are people who really feel it. So I think that's a great idea, you know, a fork in one, fork in one hand and then a knife in, in, in the other hand. And then you're done, you know, clean, clean eating is what you call it, right? Right. So uh, uh, there's a lot happening, you know, of course, there's a, uh, you know, there's global elections and uh, 
uh, you know, all this talk about uh, socialism and capitalism is kind of intensified and people keep talking about it. Uh, I did talk about it uh, a few episodes back about how we should, uh, you know, uh, we kind of nickname things when you don't really have to call something socialism or you don't have to really call something capitalism. It's about it's about ideas, you know, but giving these titles to people or giving these titles to the way a country runs uh, is uh, is is not going to really be is not the way out. You know, it's not it's not uh, it's not going to solve problems like, you know, um, like I believe in my personal view, I, feel, I believe I don't know what socialism and capitalism all is about, but depending on what I really you know, uh, kind of see how people really uh, name, nickname people based on their uh, their ideas. I believe personally that competition is good. You need to have competition, you know. You cannot have a society where everybody is given the same thing, has the same thing, has the same, uh, uh, you know, if my neighbor has two refrigerators, I also should be able to buy two refrigerators. If my if my neighbor ha- lives in a mansion, even I should be able to uh, I should be able to afford a mansion. You know, or um, you know, a society where everybody uh, has the capability of being buying, and it's not equality. I'm not talking about equality. Equality is a different uh, idea altogether. But wherein you know everybody is able to. Uh, will get uh, will get everything irrespective of the effort that they really put in. Like if, uh, you know, if A doesn't put the hard work, but B puts the hard work and really uh, uh, takes risk and, you know, uh, makes those uh, moves, positive moves, but A is not doing anything, but still A and B get the same thing, it kills competition. You know, it becomes, the market becomes less competitive. Innovation, it will kill innovation, such societies are not innovating they're not creating because there's no uh, there's no motivation you know to really create because you're not you're not getting anything uh, that's what incentives is all about you know uh, even in uh, when you in when you give incentives to a person you know they really uh, they really work hard to really achieve those targets and it is important that uh, competition is important and that is something that we should never really get up, give up in the name of you know whatever we call it like you know everybody should get the same thing like socialism because competition uh, gives rise to innovation it makes things cheaper it reduces monopoly it encourages more people to create you know and uh, um, so we should never really kill competition or that is something that is out of question you know but at the same time i'm not in i'm not in favor you know if we say uh, uh you know if many people kind of classify socialism as uh, something where we believe that everyone should get the same thing should be able to get the same thing and um, and then you know if socialism is about going behind the rich people for being rich you know most uh, it's it's really it's really sad that we go you know uh some people really go behind the rich because not every rich people were born rich. They were not born with a golden spoon in their mouth. They have come really, you know, they really started small and then they got that big with hard work, um, uh, you know, by going through, really doing some hard work, working, 
right at the beginning, you know, uh, uh, in their garage or maybe in their dorm or whatever. So it's really sad that, you know, uh, when I see, when I watch people going behind the rich, really, I mean, it's just not going to work because, um, you know, it's just like, uh, it's, it's, it's going to kill competition. It's going to kill innovation. It's going that kind of attitude is really going to kill, um, you know, creativity and that should never really happen. That's what I feel basically. Um, and, uh, you know, the way we categorize and look at people who believe uh, that we should have a socialist culture, I'm talking about the world global, global, uh, uh, views and uh, those who think that capitalism is a way out. Now, these are just terminologies. It's all about how you really treat people, you know? Uh, and we uh, uh, writing behind these names is a big mistake. At the same time, you know, I would say that we need competition, okay? We need a competitive uh, society because that that is good for innovation, creative, whatever I talked about. But at the same time, we need to have a society that also takes care of its takes care of its people because uh, because we are human beings and every human being should respectively should have a very respected life on this earth, you know, should be able to, should, should not, should be able to have at least two meals a day. Like I always say, you can't, you can't say that, oh no, you know, uh, you will only have two meals a day or you'll only have a roof over your head or you'll only have education or you'll only have uh, you can be treated in a hospital if you are, if you can make money or if you're rich, which is really wrong, you know. We need that. We need a place. We need a society that also takes care of people at the same time. And not, I'm not talking about uh, taking care of people in the form of mansions. You don't need to give people mansions or you don't need to kind of provide uh, mansions for free or maybe... Um, you know, base the necessities for free. I'm talking about the basic necessities like uh, food, like at least two meals a day. That is a respected life. You know, someone is not dying, is not living in hunger because it can mentally ruin you if you are living in hunger. At least a roof over your head. You know, like there are so many countries all over the world where people are living homeless, are living on the streets how 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 crazy that kind of life is i can't imagine like you can't take your bath in the morning you're on the streets all in the streets all the time you know um it's a scary life and then people go into bad habits so at least roof like i'm not talking about a mansion but at least a small place for someone to live you know a peaceful and respectable life till they get back on their feet. That is important. Education, at least till 18 years of age. Because if the person is poor, they should at least get an education which will which will at least make them stand on their feet and get them somewhere, you know? So education is a must. Um, and uh, the basic education is what I'm talking about, at least till the uh, age of 18. And then the person can really work and, you know, get some more education if they require, get work and become independent. Very important. You can't keep someone without any kind of education because they they can't afford one. And I like what, um, you know, what uh, the University of um, South, what, what University of Southern, uh, Southern California really did. That is brilliant. I mean, the University of Calif uh, Southern California recently came out with a, uh, with a, 
uh, with the strategy of uh, for waiving off tuition uh, for students whose families make under $80,000 a year, which is so good. And this is what I'm talking about. You know, this is what I'm talking about. I'm not saying that help, help everybody get a mansion or get, help everyone get rich. No, I'm not talking about that. I'm talking about those people who really can't make it, you know, at least help them somewhere. And this is where, the, where I talk about education, at least to the 18 years of age and South University of Southern California. Brilliant, man. That is something that is so brilliant. It's like totally like, you know, uh, I salute this guy, these people at the University of Southern California, the whole management staff are really being able to do that, you know, for people. And then healthcare, you know, uh, why, why, should shouldn't someone who's really sick and needs to be to get that treatment be able to get the treatment because because they can't afford it like if you're sick you should be able to get treated because you have to get back to work you have to get back to what you've been doing you know but so many people die because they're unable to to get that full treatment and I, that's why I always think that although we need a society that is competitive because that's, that creates innovation, that creates, uh, gives rise to monopoly, it is a, a creation, innovation, etc. At the same time, we need to take care of the poorest to poorest so that they be able to at least come up to the middle level, you know. And for that, we need to get, ha- have, get them at least two meals a day, have a small roof over their head, education up to the age of 18 years, and healthcare, full treatment, no matter what, you're, uh, what, what you make. You should be able to get treatment if you can't afford it. And that's what I think are the four most important things, whatever you want to call it whether you want to call it capitalism, you want to call it socialism, or whatever title you want to give it, give it. But this is important. But at the same time, don't go behind the rich, please, because the rich have really worked their... I'm I'm talking, of course, a few of them have just kind of uh, reached there because of their dads or because of their moms, the rich moms and dads, go born with a golden spoon. But most of them, you know, have come up the very hard way. And... Uh, saying that going behind the rich is like a very, it's demotivating people who really want to make it. And that's something that we should really not really do, you know. So before choosing a leader, I would always say, you know, it is so important to, uh, to be able to look at someone who likes the rich, who likes the poor, who likes the middle income people, who likes everybody, you know, someone who who will provide the basic necessities to everyone struggling. That is important, you know, because going behind the rich is a bad idea because they create jobs, they start companies, they innovate. And that is something that, you know, uh, we shouldn't be uh, killing. Uh, And, you know, a, a leader is someone who really likes everybody. Uh, but uh, but some a rich person who says you know like uh, uh, who who's continuously boasting about his richness i don't like i like the rich i like the i like the rich people because you know they really uh, have brought changes they're creative they're innovative they created a lot of things that we are using today it's because 
because of some innovators there who have turned rich because they work their butts off, you know. But at the same time, I don't like the rich who live in opulence, you know, uh, rich people who keep on boasting of the of the money they have, the kind of rich who who stand up on stage and say that uh, they can't uh, they can't uh, pr- uh, they can't show their taxes right now because they don't use TurboTax and tur- uh, TurboTaxes be- to file their taxes because uh, they you know they're boasting about their income. That kind of rich is suck. They are basically suckers, and um, that's something that I'm not. I'm not really uh, talking about. But of course, innovators. There are many people who have innovated and done some great work, and I think we should really. I really admire that those kind of uh, those kind of people. So it's all about you know not giving nicknames like socialism, capitalism. It's all about just being fair to everybody. You know. Just being fair to everybody and being equal. That's important. Uh, so uh, that's all that I wanted to say. What's happening, guys? Like, did I bore you all with stuff that um, doesn't really matter? I don't know. Wow, woman in the back there. My wife shouting at this front door. Dun 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 dun. Don't know what to do. Everybody is by my, my pre shaking my right hand. Don't know what to do. Two persons in one. I don't remember the words of the song, but I think it's uh. Two persons in one. I can't remember the name of the band, but uh, two persons in one. Tang tana, ay 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 Right. So uh, it's it's really sad with what's happening with the coronavirus outbreak. Uh, like it's it's crazy with the news today that. Uh, um, Forty there are forty three infections which were found uh, recently. I think it was yesterday in Iran. Like where is China and where is Iran on the map? You know, um, and it's just I can't imagine that. Uh, you know, uh, it was first. It was China, of course. Uh, with um, as of today, there are two thousand four hundred deaths and more than seventy six thousand people infected, which is really sad. And I'm really praying for people, you know, so that uh, we just end this epidemic because it's gone crazy. There was a cruise ship that was stranded uh, in Japan and uh, people were not allowed to get out like cooks and uh, people who were, you know, uh, on the cruise, etc. They were not allowed to uh, they they were not allowed to kind of uh, get out of the cruise line for so many days. You know, they were quarantined and uh, that was really sad. So it, then it was Japan and then it was South Korea, you know, and then it was Hong Kong, which is like you can understand, you know, people in that area. But now, like when I when I listen to uh, the coronavirus infecting 43 people in Iran and then even in Italy, there are uh, three people dead already out of the, uh, because of the coronavirus. And then UK, I believe, uh, also with three cases from the cruise ship. So I believe it's like Asia, Europe, UK, Africa everybody is has come under this uh, this coronavirus epidemic uh, thing you know which is really sad um and it started in december like december mid it's almost uh, 
it's already it's already feb the middle of february so it's december jan feb it's almost two months now you know i hope they find a kind of a you know i hope this epidemic really ends and it ends forever and there are no more epidemics after this because it's crazy you know uh we are so interconnected today uh not only technically technology by via technology that is the internet world but we are so connected today uh you know that uh a virus you know which starts in one particular small city in one country can actually go across the globe you know uh so no borders no walls can really stop anything today you know we are living in a very interconnected world and uh, imagine there are citizens of the the country some some nations are not really allowing even citizens to enter come again you know if they've come from uh if they are infected or they have come from countries that you know are uh, where the epidemic is really strong which is really sad i mean i can't imagine you know what that feels like but uh, that has to end it's a deadly strain of virus and uh, that makes me feel sick yeah really makes me feel sick but anyways i was actually uh, following this uh, before as i always do like i always uh, look at trends what's trending before i get on this episode and uh, i was watching you know actually i came to know about this guy who was trending uh, a few days back um uh quad what's his name uh a uh, quadin quadin this guy called quadin from brisbane a 9 year old boy who was born shot and uh, doff basically and uh, he's from brisbane uh, australia uh, you know i don't know whether you i'm sure you must have uh, kind of watched this video where his mother had kind of recorded him sitting in a school bus crying 9 year old guy you know crying so badly saying that uh, he wants to kill himself give him a knife you know he wants to kill himself and uh, because he's continuously being bullied in school you know people keep looking at him and call him names because he shot uh and i'm sure it's so difficult for this guy uh, i mean you know imagine people just being after you continuously and f- you know pointing out on uh, your uh, your uh, you know things that uh, your abnormalities you know which is so sad it's something that i can't imagine you know when everybody and the thing is this is so obvious you know that uh, uh but why not just accept someone like that you know people just stare they're staring and you know they give those looks to you it can be really very demotivating and can make pe- someone really angry you know all the time and i i felt so bad i watched that video it literally brought me to tears and i was like hey man this is really sad bullying is real and especially when you do it to kids it affects them their entire life you know it's like you know we adults maybe can just take it you know uh, even that is difficult you know even that is difficult but at the, at the same time you know we can kind of understand or maybe be able to take it but if you do it to a kid you're kind of you know ruining his soul his or her soul so it's like something that has to stop and the only way that can stop is by teaching kids you know that they need to be fair uh, they need to be and that's the only way we can teach kids you know by as when they grow up as if they become bullies all their life you know they're calling names nicknaming people all their lives 
Uh, but what I what I liked about uh, the the this guy, you know, Caden thing is uh, the comedian uh, uh, Brad. Uh, what's his name? Brad Williams. Yeah, Brad Williams, a comedian. Now uh, he has he had started a GoFundMe uh, goal, you know, on the GoFundMe web page, uh, and his goal was just like ten thousand to send him to uh, to send him to an adventure park i think disney 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 world or disneyland i don't know yeah and uh, yeah so his his aim was you know to kind of give him a very happy um to make him happy uh to send him somewhere where he could enjoy and have fun so it was a $10,000 goal that he set up Brad Williams and amazingly what happened was the total fund raised as of now like i checked it up an hour back Four hundred and sixty-six thousand six hundred and seventy-five dollars as of now, like right now, as I talk, with twenty thousand donors making that contribution. Imagine it started with a goal of ten thousand, and it went to hundreds of thousands. You know, uh, which is so amazing. Thanks to Brad Williams for really being able to do that. Um, but at the same time, you know, uh, more than ha- more than the money part of it, it is important to really, you know. uh what this re- really created was it helped us understand you know what people are really going through and uh, it was like an awareness campaign and like what his mother does to really you know uh, uh bring uh give a bigger picture of what of what bullying is all about you know people are out there you know they get behind you they belittle you by calling you fat by po- calling you broad stout short and you know all appearance on your appearances on the way you behave which is really sad because you know these days people have different illnesses and you can't go behind them because of that you know so um i i really love uh, what you know uh, brad williams did it's like creating an awareness i like what kaden's quadens mother has is doing that is you know of course she's putting her son on camera but at the same time she's creating awareness about bullying you know kids are watching it because they're all on the internet and they're getting uh, there's a lot of empathy you know over this cause and i like it uh they're sensitizing people which is so important i was sensitized there's so many kids who really put up some videos you know uh, saying about how they felt about it and uh it is really sad which is so good i love the internet space you know because it really it really has that power to create an awareness um it gives a, an opportunity for all of us to see what's happening around the world it gives an opportunity to celebrities you know who can use their platforms to give voice to people like quadn and others you know who really face uh, different issues and i think we can tackle these issues using the internet and the social world uh, although people talk all nonsense about it if used correctly it's a very powerful tool and like what the internet has really done brad williams came in so many celebrities came and they raised so much money quadn was you know and then i was watching a, a 2015 um, video so this guy you know he was uh, with his mother in that video wherein um you know he at that point in time he talks about how uh, everyone you know just kind of stares at him all the time and he doesn't like it he doesn't like uh, everybody staring at him and keeps you know so that was uh, that was on some uh, media channel and so he he and his mother has been creating this awareness you know for a pretty long time um and uh, i really like that and it's really sad what they have to really go through you know all their life um, it's really sad but um i like what uh, what the celebrities have really done you know with the 
giving him giving him a voice and that's something we should never really forget you know why why bully why make someone feel uh low you know why belittle someone it's really sad it's really really sad anyway so um <laughs> so anyway so anyway i like the way i kind of you know uh what is it called uh, uh go on to my next point that i want to discuss so anyway so anyway and this was on my mind like you know these are kind of uh what do you call them uh fillers you call them fillers right but you just add some fillers to get to the next point hey man i'm admitting it i use anyway as a filler <laughs> okay so uh anyway uh i was uh, i just happened to read about victoria's secret uh is actually selling out uh, a company's buying it so i don't know which company this is which organization is really buying it but victoria's secret as a whole is kind of closing down i don't know whether this new company that is buying it is going to keep the brand name i hope it doesn't keep the brand name because uh this brand name victoria's secrets has gone through a lot of trouble I never owned anything. I didn't have oh, I don't I don't have a bra, I don't have a panty uh or anything, you know, a sh- a slipper or whatever they make. I don't have anything that uh is made by Victoria's Secret. I remember there was a friend of mine who kind of gifted me something on my birthday. I kind of gave it back to another friend uh like a regifting thing because I didn't want to. It doesn't represent, you know. It's it's it it's not for me. uh apart from whatever the flimsy material that i feel it's too it's too it's not my kind it's not for me uh i feel that it doesn't represent me you know and uh that's what really is you know victoria secret is closing down because um whenever i watched when they kind of had the advertisements or they had their posters or whether they had uh these screens of you know models uh, up there it was all one race for one race for one size for one heighted people one kind of people like all looked almost the same uh the beauty standard was almost the same was one kind one sex sex like they all were female they, they didn't really accept anybody else you know uh zero inclusive models and uh which which was never going to work which was never going to work you know in 2020 i wish the ceo who actually stepped down i believe before the company sell off um uh, actually realized it long back you know the world is changing we are not our beauty the beaut- the way we look at someone's beauty is not by the size of the waist or size of uh the cheekbones or uh, anything anything like that you know we are not looking at that uh absolutely not the beauty standards is completely changed today um and uh, uh it's more brain uh i definitely look at the i look at uh, craziness in a person you know uh, uh wittiness is what i like uh i like little silly in a person and that's what really you know motivates me to befriend someone i don't really look at someone's beauty and want to hang around someone or someone's handsome i won't really hang out you need to have those you know uh those interesting characteristics whether go a man or a woman uh, or whatever whatever you call yourself you know uh you need to have those characteristics that make things interesting that 
you know you don't get bored very easily with such people you know and uh, victoria secrets were like you know one till till yesterday like i uh they were the same even till today they are the same one race one size one height one kind of beauty standards one kind one sex zero inclusive and thank god they're selling it i think it's a great move but i hope the new company that buys it doesn't use victoria secrets uh victoria's secret as uh, the brand uh, you know doesn't keep that brand at all because um, it's not worth it really because uh, that's what i feel uh, i i never owned a piece uh, of victoria's secret so maybe uh that's fine uh right so uh <laughs> so anyway so anyway you know kind of thing <laughs> Yeah, it's like uh panties and bras. Panties and bras. Panties and bras. Pant panties. Panties, panties, you know. The American knickers. The American way is panties. The British way panties. <laughs> so it's like you know, uh it's like accents you know basically like some people they go to a foreign country and they live for a few years and they're already speaking the language uh, the local language you know like the they like uh, you go to italy and then you're you you are speaking in the same accent like italians speak you know although you went from brit there brit uh, britain there you know so or maybe you go to london uh from uh, say italy and then you start speaking uh you start start speaking the british accent you know like i'm telling you i have lived in a foreign country okay my accent the way i speak my diction my whatever you talk about my sentence formation the words that i use have not changed my accent has not even changed 0.00001% i spoke the same way uh in the country that i was born to in whichever country i've lived maybe for 2 to 3 years i haven't changed a bit accents don't change believe me until you're really making until you're really making an effort to change it because you want to sound more british or you want to sound more american or you want to sound more local you know which i will never do i i'm never going to change my accent you know to please a local community i'll never do that you know i'm not a people pleaser never have been so uh and the thing is i like the way i speak maybe i'm okay with it because you know if you're removing an accent if you're kind of faking an accent you know uh people come to know ya i mean you i know when someone's faking it at least i know when an indian is faking an american accent I can tell you you're not right there like this guy or this girl is faking that american accent if if the person is from india i don't know about others but i can tell you because uh, you know i'm telling you it's just like no chances like 0% that your accent changes if you're in a foreign country you the only the only way if you've gone to a foreign country and your accent changes is when you didn't speak the language and you're starting you're learning it from scratch like you know if you never spoke english like from adam and you go to you go to an uh you go to an english speaking country say you go in british you go to britain you go to london and you have to live there 
to live there you have to learn the language and you start learning the language right from scratch like an adult english learner then you definitely will get that accent you will get that local accent but if you already know the language and you're speaking it for like from the day you were born there's no way that accent changes if your accent is changing which i've seen many people really doing it you're basically faking it you know believe me my accent is just the way it was you know right from day one basically i don't know how they people really do it you know because if i try to change it it's like i'm only doing to uh what is it called you know to uh to kind of mimic someone or to do an impression of someone you know i'll do it but not not in my daily uh, way you know i could i could live in a country for 50 years in a foreign country for 50 years like 50 years and my accent will still be the Indi- the bombay accent you know from where i come from because in india there are different states there are different cities etc each one has their own accent believe me south india has a different accent west east north and uh, my accent is basically a bombay accent and uh, it's the same like it hasn't changed a bit you know so i don't really do not know how people really do it okay so before i go now what's the time like um am i running out of time yeah i think it's like uh it's like uh, i've gone to about uh, yeah i think i have to wind up now some people go on with a podcast like uh, their podcast goes for the episodes like run for about 2 hours or one and a half hours like how do you really do it you know like are your listeners really like sticking on for so long like if it's happening you great man you god if someone's listening to you for 2 hours i don't have that attention span and i'll never do it you know it's impossible i want to be that someone you know wherein uh, like i've never inspired i've told you i think i've already mentioned this before i've never inspired people like i've never given a talk you know where people get inspired like you know hey mal you inspire me you know what you speak is like is like uh, wow like you know it makes me it makes me it makes me positive it makes me feel great about myself you know i've never done that to anyone but i want to reach that level of inspirational kind of place you know where people uh, don't only say that's mel colasso they say mel fucking colasso you know i want to reach that level of inspiration to be that inspirational where people don't only call me mel colasso but they call me mel fucking colasso and that's my level of uh, my target you know that's the goal that i, I want to really reach because i've never inspired people in my life but i, I want to reach this goal anyhow you know maybe give a ted talk by uh, uh uh drunk on wine or do whatever you know red red wine come back to me now forget the words also okay so you know i want to reach that inspiration like mo fucking colossal that's the level that's the level you know where which will make me proud like you know hey man like people are calling me this you know i'm something i've reached that uh i'm on the top like i feel great like people are inspired not the top like you know people feel great like and i i feel great if someone says that like you know don't uh, they don't call me just by my name and last name but out of fucking in between like hey man that's so amazing that's what i want to reach you know basically 
right so uh that's all that i had for today and uh, don't forget i'm on tinder okay uh, uh, the only reason that i'm doing a podcast episode every week week after week week after week week after week is to get a good uh so more people kind of uh swipe right on my tinder profile my tinder profile basically sells me it's my bio my bio basically says that i'm on i'm on i have my own podcast to make it look great so that people may feel that hey man this this one something you know so they'll swipe right i'm on tinder okay i'm on tinder so go swipe right because that's the only the only reason that i'm doing a podcast is because i'm i'm on tinder okay and don't forget guys thank you i want to thank you all for listening because i really appreciate that time and effort that you really put you know to kind of uh log in to click on the play button to listen to me for those 45 minutes or whatever it's it's a big deal man it means a lot to me you know and i want to reach that that level you know when people call me mo fucking colossal mo fucking colossal like you know man that's the that's the pinnacle you know of uh, satisfaction that i want to reach and uh, don't forget to write me to write to me if you want to write to me if you want to write to me a little more than a dm uh, really allows then you can write to me at just a nobody podcast uh, at gmail.com that's where you can write to me if you want to write to me more than two sentences otherwise hey man just dm me you know on twitter i'm on twitter my handle is Merle Colasso, that's M-E-A-R-L-C-O-L-A-C-O. Um, and uh, there's where you can write uh, to me whatever you feel like. Maybe give me a feedback. But uh, if you if you listen to this podcast, just give me a feedback. Make me feel good, you know, kind of thing. Say good things about it. Or if you want to say bad things for errors of improvement, I'll take it as constructive feedback. But I want to hear from you, man. So don't forget to DM me good. I mean, DM me sensible stuff, constructive stuff, not shitty stuff. And um, uh, that's all that I have for now. Uh, and maybe let me just uh, let me just continue this Toby Keith uh, uh, country song that I uh, I cut at the beginning. I- I'll be on the other side. Shut up! Shut up! Last night he had a few shots. Got in a tight spot. Slaying the game of pool. That's all. That's all for uh, right now. Thank you so much, guys, for listening. Uh, my previous episodes, if you're sticking to this one, if you're listening to this one, thank you again for doing it. For now, bye, 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 bye.